surprise homies uh just want to wish everyone a very happy new year and this is completely unplanned because we are still on break uh we will back be back officially on january 13th but last night i recorded this episode with my amazing wife and our wonderful friends uh steve and becky um and I just couldn't wait to share. I wanted to do something on New Year's. Um, so we are preemptively and surprisingly sharing this episode early. Uh, and we'll be, we will be back on the 13th. Hope you had a safe and wonderful New Year. And hope you enjoy the episode. God bless, my friends. Hey, everyone. This is Chris. And you're listening to One Cross Radio. And today we are joined by the always awesome Steve Lambert. Steve, how you doing? I'm doing great. How are you, Chris? Doing all right. And we are... <laughs> well, I was about to introduce you. We are also joined by both of our absolutely incredible and wonderful wives, Becky and Jill. Are you? Yes. You're... Am I here? Yes, yes, you are. Um... Proven by the fact that she just asked that. Exactly. Was it? <laughs> and uh, we are recording this at night. I think this is the first nighttime podcast I've done. Oh, I, know um, I know where this is going. I don't know where this is going. How do you know where this is going? Oh, Steve. Ah, oh, dang it, man. Chris and Steve in the morning. morning. Nice. <laughs> it's got to be Chris and Steve, not Steve and Chris. Yeah, no. It's Chris and Steve. <laughs> Wait, am show. I am I the Troy to your Abed? No, it doesn't matter. It's, okay. We're, just not, we're not Steve and Chris. That's I feel like show. you're definitely Troy if it's between the two. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wait, like, you're, you're Troy? Yeah, I'm Abed? Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. Wait, which one you are you more insulted Troy? by here? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't really think I'm either of them. <laughs> I'm like, wait, is one of these an insult? Because I love both those characters. I'm whoever Paget Brewster played. <sighs> Who was she? I can't remember her Anyways. name. In season six. I, I like that season. Um, I want to say Maggie, but that's not right. No. Carry on. Anyways. Uh, so tonight, we are talking about a great many things, probably. Um, so get ready for some sidetrack, but I think what we are trying to talk about for a bit is Star Wars. Now, there's been two debatably great additions to the Star Wars lore over the past while with... Uh, the Last Jedi. The, uh, oh, get... <laughs> I'm kicking you out of your yeah, house. You know that, <laughs> I'm kicking you out of your own home. Uh with uh, the rise of Skywalker, and then the on Disney Plus, the in my opinion, very great show, The Mandalorian. So, uh, Steve and Becky, <laughs> mm-hmm. tell us what you think about both of those things. What do you think, Becky? Uh, you go first. <laughs> You've already expressed a shocking opinion to Chris. Sure. Okay. I, I enjoyed The Mandalorian. I think that it's uh, it was a fun show. I think we were talking about this before. It's it's just kind of a cool take on the classic ronin slash wandering gunslinger you know, spaghetti western yeah slash japanese uh genre of the past um it's it kind of expanded the universe had a lot of fun things to it um i i very much enjoyed it overall i think that the show itself in its execution was pretty mediocre uh, i think that most of the stories had rough writing in them and uh really two-dimensional characters especially um episodes five and six where he goes to Tatooine and then goes to the prison ship with the knockoff Suicide Squad characters uh, those episodes I thought were really bad um, I really liked the ending of it uh, I mean I love Baby Yoda I, I really liked uh, IG-11 is that the character's name? Yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah.
sort of upset with the way this <laughs> ended. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I liked it. I just didn't think it was amazing. So, you, you were, well, I, I think they, they killed off the two best characters of the whole show in the last two episodes. The, the I have spoken Ugnot guy yeah, and uh, Nick Nolte. Yeah, and the robot. That yeah. It's like the nurse assassin droid. But they, they did it well. And I think what Star Wars has not been doing well in the, uh, the last movie that came out is the permanence of death. And I think mm. that that's important for it to be like. Because yeah. those characters didn't have the dark side. <laughs> so uh, or the light side because Luke Skywalker's not really dead either he's a ghost that can still touch things and seems to be able to do everything he can do before force ghosts can do that stuff Steve I mean That's come fine. on when haven't they I've never seen a force ghost grab a light but you before. read about it no I haven't I did okay. force, force force ghost oh, not forest ghost <laughs> force gump yeah <laughs> for Randomest Boys crossover ever. Um, <laughs> you never so, know what you're going to get, and that movie proved it. <laughs> so I, I got to ask them, like, because um, I did not have the issues you did had with the Mandalorian. Um, I did, like, as you're saying, two dimensional characters. I'm like, fair, but is that inherently bad? Um, yes. I think you can. Yeah. I think you can do. <laughs> Jill, let's hear what See, you have to say about this. Yes. I'll, I'll kind All of right. dis- I'll kind of disagree Debate though, main, just because. No, because I found him more developed and nuanced. But <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. Like, okay, I, I, I can point to a franchise we both enjoy. Nobody is going to accuse Fast and the Furious of having like three-dimensional, like, well-developed characters. At this point, we know what they are. We know what they do. They are flat, but they're fun. And in that flatness, you could exist. Imagine if there was a story and it wasn't just, like... I don't think that... uh, But that couldn't exist the way it does if it was trying to be. You just get the bad earlier movies again. On top of being two-dimensional, the characters weren't fun in The the, the Mandalorian. Every single character in that, that break them out of the jail was over the top and dumb. Like, nobody made any sense in that. That, that whole crew was awful. When, see, when I thought at the end they were dead, I was like, oh, come on, I'm going to watch them again sometime. See, I, I did not have that issue with you. I knew, like, t- to me, I'm like, okay, they're pointing out that these are all bad people, so you want them to get their comeuppance. But then it also shows, like, Mando isn't just going to kill when earlier he's like, I avoid killing sure. unless it's necessary. So you want him to, but then there was also some amazing set pieces in that. The part where he's hunting down Bill Burr, like in the fr- as the lights are freaking flickering, yeah, I'm like, was, oh my like gosh, this is movie. awesome. Yeah, it's kind of cool. And that's like sometimes that's what I'm looking for. It doesn't always have to be like deep, deep, deep dive material. Yeah. I, sometimes it can be surface, and surface can be fun. It can be comforting. Right. I just think that they could have like I just think the acting was bad. For those characters and the, the the jock, like the the young cocky wannabe uh, bounty hunter and the weird lady with the three stooges droids in, in Tatooine in the episode after. That I oh right, that. yeah. I just thought the acting was bad. I thought, like, I don't know. I just I just wanted to see a little bit more in those characters. I, I thought um, the the like episode that was a ripoff of the Seven Samurai slash or an homage they use of the Seven Samurai slash. Um, Magnificent Seven, you know, talking about where they go and they protect the village. Yeah, like, that's a classic story. Yeah, that's been yeah. Done. Uh, Bugs Life is another homage to that. <laughs> <laughs> um, Seven Samurai <laughs> and Bugs, Bugs Life. life. <laughs> well, you, you, it is. Right? Bugs Life is an homage to Seven no, Samurai. No, no, right? no, 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 um, no. And I, I just felt like that, like that whole like take off the helmet and marry that beautiful girl. Like it's just so like hand fisted. 
Like, I don't know. I, I, again, I did like the show. I did enjoy no, it. No, no, no. But I, I just think that there's so much... Ham-fisted means, like, it wasn't done well. Like, it just, like... Well, yeah, because have really, you ever had a ham in your fist? It's friggin' awkward and weird. Has your fist ever been hammy? <laughs> well, yeah, after I've eaten yeah. a bunch of ham. <laughs> it's got that weird ham slime on it. Like, <laughs> it's, like it's like our baby with very pudgy hands. It doesn't do anything well with her fingers. She's ham-fisted. It doesn't Hey, no, well. she grabs my beard very, very well. She's getting really good at, like, picking up food and almost getting it into her mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you know what? Um, she's probably like right along where I am. I still miss my mouth very frequently. You have, you have a beard to catch. Yeah. I got a catcher. Yeah. Anyway, I mean, I, I don't want to disparage it completely. I did enjoy the show, and I thought that the um, I mentioned before IG Eleven. I think is a it's a great character. I uh, I think the the best thing about the show for me was him. Even in the okay. first episode, when when I see the IG unit like going crazy, he's like I've wanted to see this in live action. Since I played the Force or the Shadows of the Empire video game on N64, oh, yeah. right? Like yeah. I, I love that kind of thing. And he had a sense of humor even before they reprogrammed him. He was funny. Yeah, because Taika Waititi playing him, right? Yeah. yeah. And uh, and I mean, like the, the like that episode that he the last episode that he directed, where the two scout troopers are you know mm. being goofy and then trying to shoot at the love that scene. It was so good. Right? It, well, it, I was like, never did I it, did I ever think I wanted a scene like this yeah. of just two stormtroopers having the most mundane conversation and not being able to hit a target. And, yeah, yeah, no, and like that's a great commentary on it. Now, as soon as they hit Baby Yoda, you're like, I want you to die times yeah. five somehow. Well, do you, you know the guy that hit him was Jason Sudeikis, right? I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, and uh, so he was. A, he's a. Now he definitely needs to. And alumnus of uh, the Second City comedy troupe. And so they actually posted on Twitter, um, we do not, the Second City does not condone Jason Sudeikis' hitting a baby Yoda. Please respect our privacy during this difficult time. Uh, like, it, yeah, it was funny. It was, it was well done. Um, there, there was a lot of things in it that were, that were cool, right? Like the, you yeah. know, the homages to the horrible holiday special were, were kind of neat. Love those. Yeah. Loved those. I get like, I guess, I don't know. I didn't, I'm curious as to what your expectations were just cause good acting and a good story. <laughs> I, fa- I see. I found, I, I didn't have any issues with the story and the acting. I was like, I'm fine with all of this. I didn't find it bad. I mean, if you want to watch bad Star Wars acting, as much as I will say now, the prequels are better than the sequels. You watch the prequels for bad acting, or, or the, the atrocious movie. holiday special. Yeah. Or, or just Mark Hamill in the original trilogy is yeah. very good acting. Poor right? Mark. I, I uh, He got better. Uh, Luke Skywalker. Yeah. yeah, he got better. Anyways. <laughs> he was crying so hard. <laughs> <laughs> little guy in a Poor Mark. Franchise. <laughs> hey, yeah. I can defend people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You no, mean. I mean it's it's like it was it was a. Did you feel like the Mandalorian was a good actor? I just he facial expressions wise. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the other thing is like they had this big reveal of his face. It was like, oh yeah, that's the face of the guy who plays him, <laughs> that's Pedro Pascal, looking bloody. Okay, I like what was what was the. I actually I, re- I really dug his performance in a lot of way. It reminded me of Tom Hardy in almost any role, but I'll pinpoint it to Bane. Um, just because Hollywood has this fascination of covering Tom Hardy's face as much as possible. But, like, there was so much... I found there was a lot of... What happens if you take off your mask? It would be painful. <laughs> For, For you. you. <laughs> like, but Tom Hardy acts his butt off, and it's, like, you only see half his face. <laughs> Pedro Pascal, I thought, did a great job where his body language, like... There were certain moments where it would just be, like, little head turns, yeah, shoulder stuff. Like, the performance... 
he gave, especially that's, from that's, his physical performance, was great. Yeah. And then you don't need to see his face. I like that they did the tease earlier. I know you're like, well, it's all this and lame and blah, blah, blah. But uh, I was fine with it. <laughs> Thank you for summarizing my argument so respectfully and succinctly. I really appreciate that. Blah, 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 blah. I know you're like, what oh, was lame, blah, blah, blah. I don't think I've ever felt so heard in my entire life. I really appreciate all that you have put into this conversation. <laughs> You did it so well. I didn't need to do it. <laughs> like it's uh, to me, it was it, it was fine. So then, yeah. when you get that moment, I'm like, oh, that's a creative way to show his face because yeah. that's going to be a point of tension throughout the show, and just now it's done, and you don't need to do it, and then you can, but yeah. don't. It felt like in Beauty and the Beast when the Beast turns into a human at the end, and you're like, oh, but I was. I was also gonna say I did not think I did not think he was a handsome dude when they revealed him. They were like, oh. yeah, in the yeah. It's, it's, I can't remember what the dude looked like in the live action one, but in the cartoon I was like, no, nope, that's not a handsome cartoon. Jackson, Gaston, I almost called Jackson was much Jackson was much more handsome. Uh, Anyways. <laughs> Which cartoon the character do you think is most <laughs> Oh, next Take podcast. Done. <laughs> We're going to rank them all. <laughs> Outstanding. Well, we're, is the prettiest well, we're here till midnight, percent. so we've got a couple episodes, guys. <laughs> She's a fox. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, um, boy. Yeah, I mean, I like the show. I, I, yeah. I, no, I, no, I, no, I, no. I'm hoping that season two will adjust some of the, what I think we're, you know. No. And that, that's, like, a lot of these shows will have, like, the first, like, the, the pilot of almost any sitcom is usually not the best episode. Well, there's, all, the there's show, right? always growing pains. Yeah. I mean, I, I can, the only show I had ever say where I was, like, the, the first season was debatably the best is maybe Community. Community, I thought its first season was excellent. Sure. But most other shows, especially sci-fi shows, like, freaking look at Next Generation Season 1. Or don't. It's terrible. Or 2. Or t- 2 is rough, but it, yeah. it starts getting better. Yeah. Uh, DS9, which is debatably the best Star Trek. Season 1 was still mm, rough. Is it? You just don't like DS9, though. What's your favorite? Uh, Next Generation. Well, is your Voyager's also very high. Nah, 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 it's still. <laughs> 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 no, 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 it's your name. <laughs> Little arms up. <laughs> the best part of this conversation is that you don't even know what DS9 stands for. <laughs> 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 um, what? Yeah, what? Just curious. What are your hopes out of season two? And again, I'm sorry, I didn't try to believe yeah, your no, opinion. I was just, I was just laughing. <laughs> uh, I mean, just. Like everything that I've said, like I just want a little bit tighter writing and and characters and acting that's a little bit um, just just better done. I I, I really fair. like my my favorite comic. I think it's probably obviously I haven't read every comic, but probably the best comic that's been consistently good over the past thirty years is one called Usagi Ojimbo, which is like a it's a Ronin wandering samurai, although they're anthropomorphic animals. These are rabbit who have crossed over with the Ninja Turtles. Yes, yeah, so that's you probably know <laughs> if you ever watched Ninja Turtles cartoons. Um, it's it's just that episodic each you know almost every issue he's you know in a different all, all of them have like arcs and stuff like that yeah like he's he's wandering he meets different people he helps them he has different adventures and it can be done really well if it's well written and the characters are interesting in that I mean obviously the comic acting doesn't matter but um, I just don't think this lived up to what it could have been and that's I, fair. I wanted something again not like a big world shattering you know Emperor Palpatine is back from the dead you know the we have a 
new Death Star that could destroy multiple planets from across the universe. Like, I don't need anything like that again, but just um, just execution of it, I'd like to see a little bit better. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, for those of you that didn't see, Becky just pointed her fingers like a gun. So if when Steve, I said execution, when he said execution, so if Steve dies, <laughs> and I go, check into Becky. <laughs> if you die too, if I die too, because now I'm naming naming her. Um, yeah, that's fair. I. <laughs> I'm sure she's going to kill us both in the Let's Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I don't know. Um, My wife's not a murderer. No, no, no. She is lovely. <laughs> Your wife on the other hand. <laughs> <laughs> You're amazing. No comment. Wait. <laughs> Put oh, me on the spot and everything. Um, yeah, I I liked the show a lot. I hope they keep with the... the I like the slower... Um, or not slower. I like the less episode run. Because uh, I found, like, the, the story fit eight episodes. I can't accuse it of the issues I had with a, a, especially the later seasons of a number of the Marvel shows. Yeah. Where it's like, you are 12 or 13 episodes and you could be done in four or five. Sure. Um, so I hope they keep that. Uh, I love that at the end of the last episode you got the Darksaber. That was pretty sweet. I yeah. was like, I did not think I'd get that in a live action ever. Well, that's, that's Nerd point checked. Um, that was the, the sword they used to cut out of the. I, did I said it was a vibro blade. Vibro blade. I didn't know. It's, it's a, a black lightsaber. It's a lightsaber that was created by a Mandalorian. Yeah, guy. I didn't know that. I did think it was like a lightsaber. Um, yeah. Question. Yeah. When did being a Mandalorian turn into a cult and rather than being, uh, a, uh, being a creed? It's well. Yeah, it was a cult. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what? It th- is the way. Like it's something that I think they probably just did in this but i'm fine with it, it yeah. it's an explanation it, yeah, 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 that works that after the rebels show the race kind of gets wiped out by the i Empire, think so, so they... well because also for the longest time the only mandalorians or the last mandalorian was boba fett and then it's like well actually it was jango because boba's a clone and then you're like wait so are all the clones mandalorians and then this gives it this gives it a... It gives it a different thing where I'm like, I'm on board. It's it's an interesting new direction sure. with it. Sure. Um, I'd love. I'd I'd actually love in the next se- season. I was I was still holding out hope that at the end of this season you'd get a tease for uh, a tease for Boba Fett because that let's be real that's what everybody still wants. Even though now you've got your new character and all that. Apparently, like his helmet was being worn by one of the it a helmet that looked at. There was so many rumors, and then the episode when you were at Tatooine, you're like. All right, where's Fett? He's well, going to be so here. You're somebody, on Tatooine. Somebody came up with the idea. They never addressed who was that that, that bent down next to the yeah. main, Melinda May from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., whoever she is in the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, was that maybe yeah. Boba Fett? Well, there was, yeah, there was that rumor. Um, like, in my head, the way I've pictured it, and I'd love it if it played out that, where it's like, if Boba Fett's a hunter, a bounty hunter, and a notorious one, like, why wouldn't they rem- remnant? Remnants, I can't words of the empire. Like if he's back, send him after him, and then you've got him after him. Send Fett after Mando, and then you've got like an interesting face off. Um, Or lack thereof, because they were not. Mando says that if he takes his helmet off, he's not a Mandalorian. In front of a living person. In front of a living person, which is why IG (laughs) Eleven could. Because. Because the clones definitely didn't. 
they also weren't thinking about this definition when they were no, doing all that saw, stuff. You also saw Jango Fett's face in, yeah. in the prequels and stuff like that. So obviously something's changed or they yeah. changed up for the show. Or whatever. And but it's something so, they, they can flesh out as it goes. My question is, they can never eat at the same time. <laughs> what happens if you're sick or like you have an itch on your nose? Like what? Like this well, seems impractical. You can just reach you up s- into the mask. What if you have to sneeze? Well, then you sneeze on the thing. That's it gross. might have a guard. Look at all the armor they wear, dude. Like they're yeah. probably just really gross, stinky people. <laughs> they must be. <laughs> like they must be. They they would smell like a bantha. So who do you think um, Baby Yoda is? Uh, just another. One of your Bob species. Iger, the CEO or whatever of Disney, has said his name is not Baby Yoda. We haven't revealed his name yet. Well, yeah, no, because but that that's also like that's a given. Well, yeah, it's not obviously like Yoda's baby. Yoda's like, dead. Yeah, <laughs> it's Yoda and Yaddle's son. <laughs> <laughs> like Yaddle is a, another one from Yoda's race from the books and stuff. She was in the She's, Phantom Menace. Yeah. She was. Yeah, yeah. You just yeah. see her on the council. She's in the council. She doesn't say anything. Okay. Um, I don't what was Yoda I was oh, I've been playing. Um, I've been playing Jedi Fallen Order because Jill got it for me for Christmas. So you just think it's just another yeah. Yoda race character? Yeah, why not? And and there's enough speculation where it could be involved. Like online speculation has been like cloning and all that. And well, they talked about gene casting in the yeah. in one of the last two episodes. Yeah, and I really are you looking up Yaddle? I am. <laughs> <laughs> I've never noticed her before. Yeah, no, she's there. I think she, she sits... She looks older than Yoda. She's uglier than Yoda. <laughs> Steve. She's I'm doing the best she could. <laughs> it's just, it's just uh, shocking. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's always pictured them very beautiful. <laughs> it is mine. that your um, culture, yeah. females have to be more... <laughs> sure, I shouldn't judge fictional cultures. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it, it's uh, like to me. Yeah, I'm nine years old, look that good, I won't. <laughs> it doesn't need to be. Uh, it doesn't need to be any relation to Yoda. It's just the same species. Okay. Species powerful, powerful in the Force. We know nothing. It's like a clean slate. Because you, you don't think it's like a clone of Yoda, or they they could go with it. And I'd be on board, but because I don't think the whole race is force sensitive, right? Well, the two species that the two members that we've seen were both Jedi Masters, sure. Yaddle and Yoda, and then we see this third one who's powerful in the Force. So maybe it's a species that has just this insane connection. Maybe that's just what uh, somebody looks like when they're really strong in the Force. They turn small and green and <laughs> live nine hundred years and get very long ears. Gotcha. And then also go from a good-looking puppet to a terrible-looking puppet when it's supposed to be younger and how, then CGI. How, how far after Return of the Jedi is this taking place? Uh, I think it's like five or six years. Okay. Like, it's really within that. I also had to explain to uh, to a certain brother-in-law of mine that Baby Yoda... Was, <laughs> the Baby Yoda was, in fact, not Yoda. Because <laughs> yeah, I, I, he was like, so wait, how did Baby Yoda come? It's like, this... Yoda's dead. This is not Yoda. Yeah. I, I originally thought that maybe it would be like a... Um, a clone. No, like a... Did somebody say that right? Yeah. It, it's been... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my, my original thought was that maybe there was like a reincarnation thing mm. that happened with their race, but then I realized that it's 50 years old, so that doesn't make sense. Yeah. Because mm. Yoda hasn't been dead that long. No. In this time long. So. Who was guarding baby Yoda at the start? Yeah, who were those people? I don't know. They never explained. Yeah. 
a lot of things they haven't really explained yet. Because were they good or were they bad? Because neither good or bad and, and I don't know if this is just they hadn't thought about this because the writing or if this is going to show up later, but there seems to be two different factions that are after him. Some that want him dead and some that don't. Right? Because the IG-11, when he, he said, I have specific instructions to kill him, and he couldn't have been sent by the same people because uh, Mando was told, we prefer him alive, but dead is okay if you can prove that you killed him. Right? So there seems to be more than one people that are after him. I, I didn't find that. I just found, like, IG, like, they addressed before, like, he he's very violent. Like, yeah, even though he was funny... He was like, but he, but he says his whole thing my was like instructions were to kill it, like so like. But then, Man, but then Manda pointed out like, you can also you don't have to. Yeah. But then Ig goes slaughtering everybody, which was a great scene, by the way. Right. <laughs> but it just sort of seems like like there's people that that have specifically said that he needs to be dead. Right. Right. So, but the Ig droids they and they addressed it were like very violent droids. Yeah. So it could just be like it's it's being like the death part. Okay, that's. I can do a live, but if I kill it, I still get my... That's not what he said. He said, I have specific right. orders to kill it. All right. So, they addressed him being part of the guild, so... Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's possible that there's just different people that are... And yeah. Because anyway. obviously the big bad guy that comes at the end of the line. Once in a life, give you the river. Who was a guy on Community. As soon as I saw him, I was like, no! Right. Yeah, he was uh, Pierce's black brother. Oh. I can't remember the name. Cool. What's his name? All right, so let's talk about the other Star Wars thing he dropped recently. And, of course, we were talking about the horrible holiday special. <laughs> no, because you can find that on YouTube. And I truthfully don't recommend it. It is so bad. <laughs> Why are we talking about this right now? Because it's bad. Um, I no, watched but it, I watched it recently. I was joking. I was, okay. was going to guess. That, but no. Yeah, I watched it recently on YouTube for the first time and the last time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I had to watch it like on 1.5 speed. For most of it because it's yeah. really bad. And the first ten minutes so there's like a scene where Han and Chewie are trying to get back to Chewie's family for life day. And, and I, then it cuts to literally ten minutes of Chewie's son, wife, and father talking to each other in in uh, in Wookiee with no subtitles. Yeah. No, no it's ten minutes. Becky, we're recording this. <laughs> you can cut it out. There's there's more thought in this. <laughs> In Becky doing this than there was in the holiday special. <laughs> what? Not to mention the virtual reality time with the, the father is. Yeah, no, he. Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's weird. It's, it's really truly strange. terrible. It was trying to be like a variety show, but it wasn't funny. And well, it wasn't. It's, it's just, it was just really bad. So I ended up going down the YouTube rabbit hole because I do, um, and apparently, like when earlier, like when it had been pitched before. Lucas had had more of a hand in writing it, and it wasn't going to be that. There was a lot more of a story, and then the little bits of variety actually served a purpose to the story. But then it got left alone, and then rewritten, and it became the abomination that it was. Harrison Ford is so much fun watching in that, because you can tell how much he hates his life. Have you seen him on uh, Conan when he shows him a clip of it? Yeah. He's like, I've never seen it before. I was there. I don't need to see it again. Yeah, yeah. It's so Um, good. But let's talk about Rise yeah, of Skywalker. Yeah, nope, that's the, that's the one. So. Skywalker has risen. Yep. I, okay, I I, I liked it. Yeah, no, I, I liked it. It occurred to me, why is it called that? Um, because when she's on the ground and she goes, they're like, rise, rise, rise. And at the end, she chooses not to be a Palpatine, but to be a Skywalker. This is obviously going to be lots of spoilers. See, I also, I also thought it had to do with... Um, even like you could even go with the fact that Ben 
like Ben Solo, who is a Skywalker by blood, rose in the sense of like Kylo died, Ben Ben came back. But the, the, so a bit of a deeper meaning, but yeah, I mean, also I think, mostly Ray symbolically picking up the name Skywalker. Yeah, I think as Ray was supposed to be the main character, right? Like, in, in, yeah, and I think Ben. I would have liked to have had more of him. Like, I think his character arc was really interesting. I mean, I, and and I say that like I did like it, so I'm not I'm not gonna be on this, but like Ray didn't really have a character arc. She had like a character upward line. Well, that's been you know, like that's been the problem with as and I've loved the performance. I've really enjoyed Daisy Ridley. Yeah, that's been the problem of the character. Mm-hmm. Um. But I found with this, like, that's almost been the problem of every character in the sequel trilogy. None of them have arcs or stories. Stuff just happens to them, and they just do things. This one, I was like, I actually found I enjoyed the characters a lot more, because they had good inter, like, interplay, good conversations. Like, yeah, some of them are just trajectory trajection upward but i don't want to to go here right now but i would argue that the last jedi had good character arcs for most of the characters i will fight you physically i uh no no i like especially after watching knives out um which that's a different movie altogether. it's a different movie altogether <laughs> but it's by director ryan johnson um and i was at first, not wanting to see it because I was like, that Last Jedi wound is still fresh uh, years later. But then when we saw it, I loved it. It's a great movie. And I'd be really curious to see him do a Star Wars movie, but from the grounds up. Because when you look at so many of the issues of The Last Jedi, where it's like, I see promise, I see some good stuff, but it also threw away stuff from the beginning, and then they had to course correct in this one. Yeah. So it really sticks out like a sore thumb. Where if it could have been its own thing, then I probably enjoy it sure, more. Sure. And, and I think I think the he's looking at knives out and just pictures. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a great murder. It is a great murder mystery that hit. I've been told by a bunch of people like his whole thing is subverting expectations. And, and it he, does that. Yeah. You get you figure out the murder very quickly. And that's the whole point of a murder mystery. Like, yeah. Let's figure out who did it. So then it's, okay, we know who it is. Now we're following along to see if they get caught. And, oh, now we're following along because something else. So it works in that movie. Yeah. Well, and, and because... So going back to Star Wars. Yeah. J.J. Um, Abrams, if you've ever watched any of his shows, they start off with, here's a bunch of mysteries to get you in, hooked. And then the middle is kind of like dragging its feet. What do we do with this? And then they have to kind of figure out how to wrap it up. And it's usually not wrapped up very lost. Well, yeah. So J.J. James was only involved in the, the pilot of Lost, uh, and then it was, it was Lindelof and uh, Carlton Cuse and the rest of it. But even Alias was similar to that, like um, mm. kind of spun its wheels for a long time in the middle, and then the ending, and it was like, all right, well, that was okay. Um, and I feel like that's basically what happened with this trilogy, except that when Ryan Johnson came in, it was like, no, I don't want to play this game. I'm going to do my own thing. Yeah. Um, and so, like, JJ's like, here's a bunch of questions. And he made, he made like, The Force Awakens was a pilot episode of a TV show, which is what JJ does. And then Ryan was like, yeah, whatever you did, I'm just not going to do it. I'm going to do my own thing. And then they're like, all right, JJ finishes off. So this movie was him like, um, how do I do this? And, and he did a pretty good job. Like, it, it was, it was, 
someone explained it to me as it's the Fast and the Furious in Star Wars. Like, don't I, think about oh, it too much, I will but it's like break so Breakneck. But, well, you love Fast and the Furious. I do, but I, I but wouldn't say I. I would not say it's Fast and the Furious in in well, space. So like, I also heard people try to say that about Star Trek Beyond. I'm like, very different. The only commonality is the director. And some action set well, pieces. And that Star Trek Beyond was awful. But oh, see, <laughs> we will fight. <laughs> you just like it because the Beastie Boys are in it and Idris Elba were in it. <laughs> I'm going to sidetrack for a second. I like Very it. clearly your friend. I like it because to me it is one of the best, like out of the current three, it is the most Trek. It actually has Trek stuff, deep cut Trek references, a captain's log that actually references a lot of stuff and is relevant to the story. What do you mean? Idris Elba. Deep, deep cut Trek references. The other two were just a remake of The Wrath of Khan. How do you get, get more deep cuts Trek references? Something the original movies also struggled with. Yeah. Uh, it had so much good stuff in it. I know you can boil it down to I love me some Idris they, Elba. They blew up the aliens by playing Beastie Boys. Which worked. <laughs> they explained it well. It's not like it's dumb. It works it within, dumb. It works within the logic of the movie, no, dude. Yes, it no, did. It was ridiculous. No. See, no. this is where we'll just agree to disagree. Um, back to... Yeah, sorry. Sorry. I agree with you, and I think your point of... It was very dense. Mm-hmm. It was them trying to go back yeah. and do three movies worth in one movie. Yeah. Right? So it was, and which made it a plot of convenience. Yeah. yeah. It was, oh, we fell in here. Oh, we found this, which is the one thing we need. Oh, we have the yeah. one person that can, oh, and now we're here, and now we're here. There was no no them leading the plot. It yeah. was them falling into what they needed it, it, to do, and just it, so yeah. quickly. They dropped you into the middle of a story and then just did, like, MacGuffin chasing until the end yeah. of it, basically. Yeah. And I get, like, with, with me, even though I recognize that, yeah. like, I don't know how you could have done this when you look at the last two. Sure. And I oh, I'm not saying it's Oh, no, thing, no, no, like, no. They I did know. it as well as they possibly yeah. could, and I enjoyed it. Yeah. But it's because they had to go back. And... Yeah. Well, and, and going back to the, that Fast and the Furious comment, the reason I, I, I think I agree with that is because there is a lot about the actual way the story comes together that if you think about it, it's like, okay, well, that's that's kind of silly. Like, it doesn't actually make sense, which is very true in the Fast and the Furious. Like, <laughs> he's in a, a red Ferrari in Siberia running away from a nuclear submarine which was amazing it was you're so already cool. putting way too much thought into yeah. this it was, it was, it, but you just don't like you just check your brains and it was fun right yeah and, and Star Wars obviously wasn't that bad but there was a lot of like this doesn't really make sense but okay it was good well, and and no no but there the was, force but, but right but the, the, there just yeah. were so many scenes where it's like how are you still alive you're like running through the like the main Star Destroyer oh and, that and, that and bothered just, me like, Nobody yeah. can hit you. Like you're just like killing yeah. stormtroopers left, right, and center, and then you're just fine. Until, Which like, I, I gotta say, first order apparently as terrible as they are, or the movies try to tell you they are because they tell and never show. Um, aside from recreating the Empire, a lot less sexist than the Empire was. Yeah. At least fifty percent of those stormtroopers who died were women. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and none of them have British accents. So no, none of them. All of them did and, uh, <laughs> Yeah. Um, and they're, they're multiracial. And- I, I found watching, because I've seen it three times, I found some of the stuff whereas before, uh, like, I'm, I just found it made sense within the movie. Like, as we were saying, like, oh, it's the Force leading. I'm like, that lines up with everything Star Wars has ever presented. And especially, like, especially with Finn. In the first, in Force Awakens, it was hinted at, like, he's Force sensitive. Yeah. But then Last Jedi, like it did with many things, never never followed up. That's not what Ryan Johnson wanted to tell. 
Um, wanted to take him to a stupid side planet and free some horses, but not really free them or some. Learned to fight for what he was loved instead of fighting against what he hated. Which was <laughs> stupid. <laughs> Stuff and blah blah blah, Steve. <laughs> but then in this one, I'm like, okay, they're they're leaning on the convenience factor, but it it works. Sure. I mean, with Palpatine, uh, we just watched that video when it's like, well, you use the line. I'm like, but they also reference cloning, and that's all you need. Of course, yeah. I want more, but well, it makes sense. The line meaning the the dark side of the force's pathway to many abilities like we just watched which, a, some of which are considered unnatural yeah. which is a quote from episode three three right? and, he says to, to, and like, in that movie he's like look i worked with a master who learned how to survive death yeah. and then him later saying like i've died before i'm like i'm all in and then they're speculating about the clone stuff you don't you don't need sure. to explain that like i'd love it but it's also like there's an established stuff in star wars i'm in yeah, yeah. um i loved Loved that Ray ended up being a Palpatine. Just got, I think that makes sense of why her character was so strong. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Or, yeah. For school movies, it it adds that stuff, but then also it's like out of now. I know you saw other ones. I didn't. Most of the ones when you before Ryan Johnson was like, it's nobody. All the theories I saw were a Skywalker, uh, yeah. Obi Wan's kid, yeah. or Qui Gon's. Becky said Yoda's kid. What? <laughs> that would have been. But she amazing. didn't have the ears. I would have been so on board for that. She is Baby Yoda. <laughs> but then, yeah, in the movie when they did that, I was like, interesting. Yeah, I wouldn't have thought of that. It's because, good. and then as I was talking about, I loved seeing it the third time just because my brother, who's a huge Star Wars fan, I'm like, I'm curious what his reaction is going to be. So when they drop the Palpatine bomb, you just see him shift in the seat like, what? Did you see it coming? No. Even when she was like, "You don't know what's really true about her." Well, I when, like, oh, when okay. they did when they did that, I was like, "Are they gonna say she's his kid?" Nah. And then when they did it, I was like, "Oh, dang, son!" No, but he's back, and she has to be someone. Yeah. So it's like yeah. as soon as it's like, yeah, okay, he's the big bad. Yeah, this is what they're gonna. Right. Do. I thought he looked awesome, by the way. And the, the fact that like the strobe lights are flat, like lightning on his face. His is so cool. I loved his performance too. Um, he's been great throughout all the movies. But it was especially nice to see him get to play Sinister while not being directed to ham it the hell up. Meow. Meow. Ugh. That's a quote from episode three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, he, he's always been good and always committed, but it's just nice to see. I'm not trying to throw George Lucas <laughs> under, the, under the bus. That poor man has been, like, even though he's chilling in a... Yeah, jacuzzi full of he's gravy like, <laughs> smoking thousand dollar cigar bills like he he's also like been something he created cigar bills <laughs> yep nope he's created stuff yeah. steve uh even though it's his like he's a scrooge mcduck vault he's been into, he yeah. does but at the same point like this is something that he created that he loved and we yeah. like it, i do feel bad for him yeah. um and he loved and he drove into the ground <laughs> And then, anyways. Yeah. But then, like, seeing JJ, like, showing a lot more restraint with Palpatine, I was like, I am in. I am always in for this guy. Yeah. Um, and I love the idea of, like, hold up. This is something new. It really does shake up as in a good way. Yeah. Because Rise, uh, Last Jedi tried to shake up, but it, in unsatisfying ways. Because it's like, hey, that stuff, don't mind it. Whereas this, you're like, wait, what? Yeah. When the heck did Palpatine have a kid? When did Palpatine have a wife or a mistress or something? Sure. Like, where was this for six movies? It was Yaddle. 
Hence why Ray is Baby Yoda. And hence, it all comes together. And hence why Yaddle yeah, went missing. <laughs> hence why Yaddle went missing. Oh, <laughs> this writes itself. Star Wars um, Like, I love that. Just Someone's got a very beautiful person in their family somewhere along the way. Emperor and Yaddle. Oh, man. Yeah, just like I love that because I'm like that. That's an interesting shakeup, and that now I sure. want to know more. Um, I, 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 and I'm excited to see where Star Wars goes now. Whereas before, I was like, let's just get the, through this. The problem with, well, there, there are multiple problems. I don't love the Last Jedi. I, I like it a lot better than you. I think it worked as a movie. I just think it wasn't very Star Wars. Mm. Like it really, um, Ryan Johnson wanted to do something different and. There was no plan for the trilogy. No, and, and, and they, that's they the trilogy's problem. Yeah, they, that like the Kathleen Kennedy and Bob Iger and Disney should have had like this is this is what we're going for, and there just wasn't that. And Ryan Johnson wanted to come and do something different, and I think what he did worked very largely, but it didn't work as a, as a, like a the middle chapter in a Star Wars Skywalker saga trip. Like mm. it just it 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 did. Um, derail the franchise, but but I also think the first one did. I think I think oh yeah, the Force Awakens was a rehash of a New Hope, as we've all said. That asked all these questions that there was no answer to, and I don't know. It just it just didn't set anything up in a way that was really helpful either. So I, I mean, the reason that I think I liked the Force Awakens, you know, the Last Jedi, so much is because I didn't like the Force Awakens. I knew this wasn't going to be what I wanted. I went to see it because it was Star Wars, and I was like, "Oh, I think that was a kind of a tightly written movie. Like, I like the themes in it, and and I don't like what they did with Luke Skywalker. I don't like that Leia Mary Poppins her way through space. <laughs> Although for some reason Becky pointed out, I don't mind when Star Lord does it in Gal- uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, <laughs> but it doesn't make sense when Leia does it. I don't know why. Um, yeah. So and, and I and this 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 whole trilogy has been a mess, and I think he did a pretty good job capping it off. Yeah. Um, well. Which is yeah. what, and I, I know you're not ready to say it, and uh, like I didn't think I'd get to the point. <laughs> I'm not ready but, to say it. One day I'll know. <laughs> one day, one day, Steve. I feel like you'll get there. Like I never, I feel like time has been kind, to, kind to the prequels, and I really feel like this trilogy has made you almost made me kinder to the prequels. Because as much as the prequels have a bunch of flaws, what I can't take away from it is it did have a planned trajectory, a planned story sure. from point A to point B. That's because there was I could, you knew the ending. Uh, yeah, you already but, knew the ending for that one. But even you knew sti- where it had to end up, right? Yeah. That's not the, one of the major problems. But okay, fine. Let's look, let's look at the original trilogy, though. Like, everything's still sure, lined up. That's proper yeah. planning. It was, great. it was wonderful. That's yeah. proper planning. The prequel trilogy, for all its flaws, even though, like, sure, it's got to get to this end point, it still had proper planning. I think one of the biggest, this didn't. One of the biggest problems with the prequel trilogy is there were no surprises. Like, yeah. you just, you're like, they show you um, Darth Sidious at the end of the um, Phantom Menace, and you're like, well, I know that Palpatine, like, they shouldn't have shown him that. Like, there's just all these certain things, like... Like it's it's like you expect that we don't know what's going on with this you know this movie at all. See, I I didn't have that problem because you knew like you knew who the emperor was. Yeah. But it was at, but the, but at that was, point you're like, no... okay, how is he going to mess things up? Because you right. know that's what he's here for. Yeah, he's going to use economics and trade embargoes. <laughs> <laughs> Which you're telling me you weren't surprised by that, Steve? <laughs> I was in grade I was in grade eight. When, uh, when the, the, you're so, you're telling me so you were happy to see it. I, I loved that movie when I saw it in theaters. And then a little bit later, I was like, wait, no, that wasn't good at all. You're, you're telling me you weren't surprised about like a whole section about taxation on yeah. trade routes? Yeah. No. <laughs> I didn't know I was getting that in Star Wars. Yeah. 
But, I, I just I just think that that they needed to make you guess more. They needed to like, yeah, you know that that Palpatine becomes the Emperor and that he is a Sith, but make make that connection. Like, how does this fit in? Like, you have Darth right. Maul. You don't need to show that he's being. You know, he's the he he, he serves Palpatine. Like, what's make you ask, like, ask the audience ask the question of how does he fit into this? Fair. Um, and I don't know. Like no, that's, that was one of the problems. Those, those they they, it, they do have problems. To me, it's just I and I, I also think there's the benefit of the Clone War show sure. as well that has answered a lot of the criticisms that the prequel era stuff had, um, and you can find better fan edit cuts of the prequels that make them better. Whereas I tried I tried to watch a fan edit of the Last Jedi, but then it's like okay, you cut out a lot of the stuff that I hate, but then. It's just a movie that just randomly jumped from point A to point B. Like, wait a second. You guys were on the ship that you're not on anymore that somebody drove into stuff and it doesn't work. Yeah. I don't think you can judge a movie as better or worse based because you can make better fan edits. No, no well, I'm not saying that's the sole thing. I'm yeah. <laughs> okay, well, yeah. before we get to the... I, I kind of want to talk about ranking the movies a little bit. I know you did that with Mike recently. but I did, but I also haven't gotten the audio from it yet, and I did say I'd do that with you as well. So, okay. <laughs> uh, Like, what are some of the things that you really, really liked besides plot stuff about The Last... or The Rise of Skywalker? Um, the women. Yeah. What were some of the things you liked? <laughs> some of the things I liked. That's not plot-related. Well, like, like, I love that Palpatine was in this and that Ray was... The, you know, like, not that kind of stuff. Blah, 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 blah. It was lame. Uh, <laughs> but like, you got to throw so in the example, hand motions C- as well. C-3PO, I think, was one of the breakout yeah. amazing parts of this movie. They f- hilarious. I movie. hate him. In general? Always have. I, <laughs> I, yeah. I, I don't like him either, but like, I think he, he was really I think they before. figured out how to use C-3PO because he was the butt of his own joke. Yeah. You got to wipe his mind. Yeah. That's how he was. <laughs> yeah. And what Bobo, whatever, the little... Baba Frick? Yeah. Yeah. Boba Fett, whatever yeah. his name is. <laughs> Don't do that. Uh, there's, a, there's a guy who plays for the Blue Jays named Boba Shett, and I'm just like, I have no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> anyway, uh, um, that's sidetrack. I thought those two characters are hilarious. Yeah. No, I, what you mentioned before, I like how the actors played off each other. I think the banter was better. Um, and then maybe the chemistry was better. Um, yeah, I, I liked the movie, but... I liked it because of what came before it, because what came before it was so bad. So there's not a lot of like points in and of itself that I'm like, yeah, this is great, because everything has a little asterisk of, well, it's great for what it is. Yeah. Right. But. I, I uh, like Kylo Ren's character, and I just enjoy the fact that he was redeemed at the end. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, there's the cathartic scenes with his dad. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Chris has something to say about that. I loved that scene. Um, I know you and I, you and I talked about it over text, and there's speculation that maybe it would have been Leia originally. I thought that scene was great, and it almost had to be Han, um, just because, like Kylo, and they put. I thought about it afterwards, and they had even pointed it out in the Last Jedi, where it's like you're still conflicted, you're haunted by what you did, and Kylo's like, no, no, no. So then, as his mother sacrificed herself to reach him for a moment, and then Ray saved him, which see you were questioning it, but then I'm also like, there's nothing to. They're hinting at dark side stuff, but she's also they've shown her to be like 
always good no matter what. So then she saves him, and then it, that's his final moment where Kylo Ren dies. Because they're recreating exact moments of dialogue from when he killed his, sure. yeah. killed his dad. When, like, the face touch, everything. Yeah. Um, that, like, to have his father in a memory form, not a Force ghost, I thought was creative and brilliant. Yeah. Uh, but then to have him forgive him, I was like, that's the capper. Not that Leia dying didn't affect him, because clearly it did. It was enough to distract him, make him, make him drop, and he was whooping Ray in that fight. And I really like that because they also, whenever they fought, Ray always had the upper hand and you never knew why. But now the upper hand was on the other foot. Yes. <laughs> Saddam. Uh, like, he, like he, he's got this. He's winning this. And then that happens. Like, that has an impact. But then for it to be Han forgiving him, that's a huge thing. Now, I've got daddy issues, so it's always going to connect. The dad stuff's always going to connect with me. Um but I like I love that scene. Yeah. One of my favorites in the movie. I thought it was good. I, I do think it should have been Leia. Like it, I no, think, and that's. I, and I think it was clear that it was supposed to be Leia, but obviously Carrie Fisher died, right? Um, also, got to give them a huge amount of credit because they didn't CG any of her stuff. Yeah. It was just repurposed footage that yeah. they had filmed and yeah. deleted well, stuff. Yeah, like they didn't make a CG construct of her. But I'm pretty sure the last like her and Luke over Tatooine had some. CG edits because she's wearing like the Princess Leia costume. Right, right. But yeah, yeah I, I know what you're saying. I, I yeah, I feel like, and, and again, who knows how much that he even wanted to continue the, the stream that had been there? But it seemed like if you watch the three movies, his relationship with his mom, like he was conflicted about, about killing his dad, but his relationship with his mom was different. Yeah. So that he couldn't kill her. Yeah, that's fair. Jedi, that's fair. And and he wasn't sure how to face her. Um, and that was part of what was holding him back. I think even Snoke talks about that with him in mm. the Last Jedi. Um, and, and so it feels like that that conversation, if, if, if they could have had it with Leia, um, would have made more sense. But I, I, I agree. I do like the, the catharsis of the recreated like moment where yeah. he does you know, get forgiven by his dad. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, another moment I gotta say, like probably my favorite scene in the whole movie is also one that every time I've seen it since, like since the first time I saw it, it's increasingly got me closer to tears. Like the third time I saw it, I was like, Oh my gosh, I'm going to break down and I don't want my family to see me cry. Like, <laughs> you, I don't care. You've seen me ugly cry. Like <laughs> I didn't want my family to see it or in a theater where it's like sit up seats and not lazy boy seats. Um, like when Chewie finds out Leia died yeah. is rough, yeah. but so good. Yeah. Just like the poor dude just crumples and everything. Yeah. I'm just yeah. like, he's lost so much, Chewie! Well, I don't know if it was Poe or Finn when they heard, they knew, like, oh no, Chewie. Like, they said, yeah. like, you know, he's going to be the one that's really going to take this hard. Well, yeah, they just suddenly turned. And the camera work was great because yeah. it's just, it follows like a concerned com- person yeah. in a conversation. Yeah. And it's just like him crumpling and everything. I was like, oh my gosh. And, and it, it warmed my heart that he got the medal at the end. I know, I know. <laughs> That's, that was like the most fan service thing you can get out of the whole thing. That was the most fan service thing since Darth Vader slaughtered a bunch of rebels in the hallway. Yeah. Man, that was awesome. Yeah. Give me a whole movie of that. I, 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 this is off topic, but I want them to... Do that hallway scene, but for a whole movie? Yes. <laughs> I want them to do a new re-release of the original trilogy, a remastering, getting rid of everything that George Lucas did in the, the one that came out when I was a kid that I grew up watching and loved at the time. And all I want to be different from the original cut is 
the scene between Darth Vader and Obi-Wan Kenobi Have you seen... to be more like that. Yeah. And that when they blow up Alderaan to look more like it looks like when they destroy planets in these new movies. Yeah. Uh, uh, and everything else would be the same. Listener, the that that we're referring to is this excellent YouTube video. I'll try to find it to link it in the description where someone did an amazing job of... 54 56 or whatever it is? Yeah, where it's the... And it, it's the Vader-Obi-Wan fight, but it's amazing. Oh, really? Yeah. I haven't seen that. Oh, dude. Yeah. It's awesome. Okay. Someone, like, deep-faked yeah. Obi-Wan. Cool. And, like, they full-on fought, and it was it's really good. Yeah, like, cool. people are getting shoved against walls. It's not, like... it's You could say it's more in the lines of the prequels, but not as flippy. Yeah. Because at that point, Obi-Wan is, like, 99 years old, or whatever the heck he is. Alec Guinness like, couldn't backflip. He doesn't, doesn't have the high ground. He doesn't have the high ground. <laughs> so oh, like, man. So, like, uh, the, the pitch meeting... Uh, <laughs> movies that I was just showing you guys earlier, uh, Screen Rant does these movies that they pitch the, the, these uh, movies to. Well, it's the same actor plays the screenwriter and the producer, and he pitches the movies that will come out and makes fun of them. And it was um, in episode three, the, the the pitch meeting, they talk about how the fight's over because uh, um, Obi Wan Kenobi has the high ground, and I think the producer's like. Didn't he jump over Darth Maul and sort of want to kill him? Like, no. <laughs> anyway. Well, it's because he knows that Anakin couldn't do that. He's like, I'm going to kill you. I'm not going to make the mistake Maul made. Yeah. Um, which, have you... You have Disney Plus, right? Yes. Are you aware that they further changed the New Hope? Yeah, the McClunky thing? Yeah, it's really stupid. Well, I, I probably wouldn't even have noticed, to be honest. Oh, you would have because of how stupid it is, Steve. Okay. Just, it's just like a dialogue that he yells out, right? Yeah, but it. So they sub- speaks a weird language. They su- but they su- it, so they know. subtitle him the whole time. Yeah, and then it's the, the yes, I bet you have. Which, as much as George had edited everything, I'm talking like I know him on a first name basis. Good old George. As much as good old Giorgio uh, right. had edited, <laughs> Jorge Lucas <laughs> <laughs> had edited everything, it still was like the yes, I bet you have, and then the shots or just Han shooting first. Because that's what really happened. Um, whereas this now, it's like the yes, I'll bet you have. And then it's Greedo doing an exact same shot, for, and then saying McClunky, but not subtitled. And you're just like, what? So why does he say McClunky? No idea. <laughs> I, I think it's just I think it's just the idea of he insulted him. Like he said your mother in Greedo's language or something. But it's like, it's not <laughs> subtitled. So you're like, is it? Is, are you swearing at him? And it's, oh, it's so really stupid. That, <laughs> it's, it's, re- it's becoming a great in-joke when you yeah. just need to explain something. It's like, what? McClunky. McClunky. Oh, okay. You know it's going to be a reference later. It's definitely a meme. But... So let's, let's rank the Star Wars movies. All right, and then I've got a follow-up question. Oh, well, you can do that first. Okay. Follow-up. Uh, uh, follow uh, what are you hoping for uh, out of the, the franchise going forward, movies or shows? Well, like, my that'll never happen. I can't have dreams anymore. No, no, not not a conversation you have with Becky or I have with Jill. Because like. here's what I really, really want. I want a movie. What you really, really want? <laughs> yes. I'll tell you what I want, what I really, really want. So tell me what you want. I want to, okay. Uh, I really, really, really want to see because I, ah. Uh, Whatever the heck I, that I, I wanna means. Watch, I want to watch a movie. About Luke, Han, and Leia, and Chewie, and Lando, I guess. That's set between episode 
uh, between the Return of the Jedi and the Force Awakens, you can you already have a recast for Lando and Han. Uh, I think um, Sebastian Stan would make a good recast. He looks like he does. Like, uh, Luke Skywalker. I don't know who you get for for Leia. I'm sure you can find somebody. Um, and I want to see a story that takes place between Ben Affleck and Matt Damon. <laughs> <laughs> between those two, like when I came into the Star Wars trilogy. I wanted that they they were the characters that I wanted yeah. to see, right? I, I like Ray and Poe and Finn and, and everyone else. Most I like them in this movie, but I I I think when I when I went to see the Force Awakens, they it's like oh that wasn't Star Wars that I wanted to see at all, mm-hmm. right? Um, and I made peace of that and moved on, but I still really want to see that movie. Yeah, um, I would also love to see some like Old Republic, Kotor kind of uh, nice the Old Republic. Um, that's what Kotor stands for. Um, some movies I think would be really cool. Yeah, uh, and also things like like the Mandalorian that are smaller side things um, would be good too. Those are kind of what I would love to see. Becky or Jill, do you guys have anything? Um, yeah, I want Knights of the Old Republic. Mm. I want like full on Sith. Like if if we're gonna do space opera, I want like full on, yeah, Sith versus Jedi. Do Revan, do Bane, like do someone. You're and so then you're in so far over your head right now, Becky. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, like I, I don't, I don't know. Or conversely, see, like don't just don't do the space opera. Do someone else. Do someone outside. Do something different. Do something original. Something that doesn't have the same expectations. Yeah. Because um, it'd be super cool to do, like to go back to the original crew because they're the crew that people love and that they want to follow. Yeah. But. That's going to come with a whole lot of um, baggage. Yeah. Um, yeah. Involved. So do do something new. Do something different. <laughs> the Star Wars. The Star Wars already has baggage, right? Yeah. Like there's, there hasn't been almost any movies that they've made that everyone's been like, "This has been awesome." Yeah. Like there's. It's but a, like Clone Wars, amazing. Yeah. Like they did a like I like the Jedi lore. Sure. So I would love a movie that dives into that, but that might I would probably be in the minority. Mm. Um, Becky, do you have any thoughts? I think I, I, I've always struggled with the Star Wars idea, which is also in our society's idea of the, this balance between good and evil, and that we have to restore the balance. And I'm just like, no, nobody really means that. What we mean is, oh, there's evil. We need to get rid of it. We need to destroy it. We need to blow it up. We need to crush everything and crumble the temple. And I, I think it would be to kind of flesh out the fact that actually that's not what we mean when we talk about the force. It seems to me like the force is good. It's not a balance between good and evil and that the force awakens when there's evil. Hmm. And it's not that... Yeah. I, I think it would be cool to kind of well, make that more black and white. Yeah. And I don't... Th- like. I think the prequels did a decent job, but then the Clone Wars show... Like and even this one fleshed out. Whenever it's like bringing balance, it's not like there's too many Jedi. So here's some Sith. Yeah. Like the Clone Wars show. One of the thing I loved about it, um, and I know my brother didn't like, but I'll be like, you're wrong. Is it showed like the Jedi weren't all that. Like even though they were still supposed to be this great virtuous thing, they were stagnant. They were stuck. They weren't growing. Yeah, it's what the movie should have been, right? And they yeah. weren't doing like they weren't doing what they should be doing. And then they were trying to do the right thing but then wrapped up in the wrong thing like they they got into the war so then the dark side flourished yeah. Yeah. whereas in this one like at one point i, I love the 
one thing I would have loved, and it would have been fan service, and I would not have cared, is when you got the voices, like, give me the Force Ghosts. Like, show me friggin' yes. Qui-Gon Jinn. I was like, Qui-Gon, Qui-Gon, Qui-Gon. Show like, them all. Like, that would show them all. Cool. I know. They that would have been... Voices. Like, most of the guys' voices were yeah. in Well, yeah, no, and Hayden was back, and I was like... I, I, I do kind of love that there's been, in within the fan community, a bit of a redemption for Hayden, because he... Again, not the greatest performances, but he's he's gone from now the fan the majority of the fandom would love him to show back up, and I think there's room in the Obi Wan show. Um, they could do stuff where it's like the charred corpse ghost, like just haunting him. Um, what about Jake Lloyd? Poor Jake Lloyd. I'm poor guy. No, <laughs> so like the guy who played the kid actually uh, Darth Vader in episode. One basically has life destroyed. Be- how much everyone hated yeah. Before we get into, like, before I get into the like, the story yeah. stuff, what I would love to see is when stuff happens that we don't like, that we just be a little more constructive and That's less jerks. <laughs> like, I didn't like Rose. I was thrilled she was in it less, and I'm like, hey, she's still here, cool. Even though it's a minute and thirty two seconds, <laughs> like, it's still like she did not deserve the bullying and everything she got. Yeah. Like, Daisy Ridley got so much crap thrown at her, where it's like, well, or Laura Dern, it's like, well, yeah, your character's written terribly, but that's not on you. Like, that's, you're just, you're acting, you're doing a job. Like, leave these poor people alone. Um, I like that they also, in uh, Force Awakens, they address the whole no maneuver. Like, well, that only, that's on one in a million. Yeah. Maybe. We can't do that again. Which, and then <laughs> later, though, they show above Endor, like, a Star Destroyer ripped in half. So I'm like, did somebody friggin' do the whole though? Yeah, I don't know what really happened there. Um, yeah. They took up the command ship and all the battle boat droids were broken. <laughs> were you sad that so many stormtroopers died? Especially when the movie made it very clear that they were just conscripted children from other planets. <laughs> no, no, because the movie did not do a good job of doing that. It did! They, they were like, how are we gonna man this huge fleet? Oh, oh. conscript them. I think the difference in this mo- in this though is they showed that some were willing to throw down and the others weren't. So yes, then it's like, yeah, the public didn't ask. No, they just destroyed all of them. Yeah. So sad. <laughs> no. <laughs> um. I guess stuff I would hope out of it. Um. One last thing I'll throw in is I love the wedge cameo of like when I, I saw it with you. I wasn't in one, so I didn't notice it. Yeah, no, he was he was uh, in yeah. the Falcon. Like nice shooting, Lando. Oh, like man. immediately when he came on screen, I like looked over to you, like, and you I'm were just, just like, like so giddy because <laughs> I'm like wedge. He's back. Is it actually wedge or is it just? Yeah, like, no, it's no. wedge. Cool. It's wedge. Uh, who, uh, you know who he, Wedge Antilles is? I do. Because we read, the, because we read those books. <laughs> so that actor is Ewan McGregor's uncle. I knew that. Which yeah. is awesome. Uh, if we asked what you wanted, you should have said you wanted to see Thrawn in it. That would have made you sound really nerdy. <laughs> but then if you ask Thrawn fans, they are somewhat happy with how he was in Rebels. I didn't love the art style. I haven't seen Rebels yet. Um, My phone is anticipating which Wedge I'm going to Google. <laughs> Good job. Well, um, okay, so out of stuff I'd love to see, um, I think this movie... Ah, uh, he was the one that turned to you and I was like, who is that? I know, I recognize that face and you I didn't know who it was. But he was, he's like this guy, but like with white hair now. now. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm actually excited where the movie ended off because now I think you can do a proper, you can do a continuation with these characters without it being, 
wrapped up into the but overall. I don't think they're going to. I don't think Daisy Ridley wants to anymore. She might not, but I kind of, it's it's going to be the whole next trilogy is going to be about Lando Calrissian and that girl that's <laughs> the next. <laughs> no. Well, Jill, Jill well, was like, I'm like, are they setting up that like she's going to be his dad or like? So, wait, like, she's going to be his dad. Vice <laughs> <Right> versa, <laughs> he's going to be her dad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> who knows. Modern yeah. family. Because um, I'm like, like, what are they doing? Like, it was very intentional to put that weird, in there. Like, it was a weird. What are they doing? Like, what? Yeah. yeah. And, and also, I, 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 I legit didn't have a problem with that. I was just like, all right, Lando's just gonna help her find his. Well, her, kid, let's find out. Because he's just like, he's, he's got the old man. Go yeah, away. I know. <laughs> yeah. Lando's always this? smooth, whether or not he wants to be. <laughs> um, and also, there's all that stuff set up about. Finn having the secret that he wanted to tell Rick, well, which is obviously that he's also for something. Yeah, and wh- where is that gonna like? They didn't address it at all in this movie. No, and that's the and that's where I'm like, you know what? I want more with these characters because, yeah. well, again, now I'm at a point where I actually really enjoy these characters. Sure. So I'm like, yeah, of course I want more of them. And I'm as long as like it, the last part of the third movie, I know it there, took you there. It took you there. long enough, but now I'm like, dang, I do want more. Um, so I, I like probably won't happen, but I I wouldn't mind a continuation. Um, I know some people have said, like, you don't need to do trilogies anymore. Or it's like, look, do them if it makes sense. If 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 you plan the bloody thing from yeah. more, like the whole way through, then I'm all in. Because they can just do what Marvel's done and do, like, a 22-episode. Well, and <laughs> Marvel's been Sorry. my explanation to people now. Because they're like, wait, does this mean there's no more Star Wars movies? I'm like, no. Think of, like, all the Marvel movies building up to Infinity War and Endgame. This was Endgame. It's like, wait, what? There was no fist. I'm like, shut up. Uh, like going forward, this stuff happened, but it, it can take place oh, just after. Right I'm so sorry. Um, I talk with my arms. Your elbows too. Yep. Um, <laughs> so I wouldn't mind that. Uh, I'm definitely interested in a Knights of the Old Republic um, show Why or movies. Why haven't they done that? Why haven't they? So I I do think it's because like partially. Anything they do that they bring in canon, if it's already been done, then they owe George Lucas more money. Ah, oh, damn it. Yeah, seriously. That's, that's a terrible part. deal. They, they, no, because it's stuff he created. So that's yeah. why also, like, they throw away the expanded universe. They can cherry pick. But then it's all stuff that they are creating. Ben Solo is their character. Yeah. As He's opposed to... Like, not Jason Solo. Yeah. Not Jason Solo or <laughs> Anakin Solo. Yeah. Or Ben Skywalker. Yeah, well, because... Like Jason Solo is the one that became. The oh, I know, I know, I know, and Anakin died and all that. Um, and Chewbacca had a movie crash into him. Yep, which a lot of people had beef with. I didn't. I, I read I, it. I just did. thought it was well done. Um, yeah. So. Or Darth Maul. Yeah. Give me Darth Maul. Give me Darth Maul. Well, I, I he, feel like he's, he's going to be in the in the, uh, the Obi Wan show. He's also in a tricky position oh. now, because. Um, I know you haven't watched Rebels, but do you know of anything that happens in it? I know. Well, I'm, I'm up to the part in the Clone Wars where he he just is now starting a criminal empire. I know okay. that he's, he's in the criminal empire in the Clone Wars and at the end of the Solo movie, right? He, he's running yeah. Black Sun or whatever it's called. Okay, um, so then so. plug your... Or, or actually, wait, if you listen to this episode. So, okay, something happens where we know how Maul's story ends. Like, it, it's, it's canon. Yeah, but I like don't accept again. it. Legit. So let's just do a movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that like, and that's the thing. As much as I want more mall stuff, I'm just like, we're at this tricky point where unless they now throw out Rebels, it's like this is done. But, but they oh. could do stuff before the end of Rebels, right? 
Pardon? They could do stuff that happened before. Oh, yeah, they could. They could. It's just that tricky part of, like, as you were saying earlier with the prequels, it's like, well, we know how this ends. Knowing how something ends can be tricky territory. Now, they pulled that off with Rogue One. Yeah, I was going to say. Where where in the timeline is that, then? Like, within within Rebels. Where's Rogue One? Yeah. Rebels takes place, like, four, four or five years before A New Hope. And I think it ends, like, three or so years before A New Hope. And Rogue One takes place like anywhere from a week to two days before, or twenty minutes before A New Hope. So it's still been a couple years. Oh no, 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 no! I'm not. No, sorry, wrong one. Uh, Han Solo. Solo. Oh, Solo. Solo is like a good, I don't know, fifteen, twenty years or so before A New Hope. Okay. Well, I mean, it takes place over a large period of time because with the yeah, and so then it's but so then it's this tricky territory of like, how are we going to do this story? Potentially where he, he runs into Obi-Wan, uh, but then also gets into his Rebels starting position. So, and that's, and that's the thing. I want more, but it's also tricky as we've gone to everything being so connected. Um, but they have whole teams of people that make sure that the canon is all together. They and, do, and which, yet... Which no, why, this, no. why this trilogy is so baffling. They do, and <laughs> uh, yeah, no, somehow one writer did two trilogies better than a, t- a writing room, Steve? Yeah. Oh, boy. Um... I don't know. There are so many people who are like experts, like fans who are experts on stuff. Like hire them. Yeah. They would be. They would love yeah. to do it, and they would be so good at it. And Ever, they would seriously, work, I'm pretty sure that everyone like, who works for the the story group for Star Wars is a fan. Like, like I'm not sure. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> debatably. Uh, yeah. Okay. So I'd love to see a Knights of the Old Republic thing as much. At, that's one that's a huge fan demand. Uh, Obi-Wan would be great out of that as much as I'd love to see them all interaction um, give me o- Qui-Gon in ghost, Jedi ghost form I don't care that he said he can't wreck on that it's easy somehow um, but also hit like the idea of Obi-Wan kind of having PTSD based on what he had to do to Anakin and then the fallout of Vader yeah, it having nice him become to have aware. Some impact, like to have something that happened actually and then affect the people. Something they did well in like just Luke Skywalker giving up and living by himself for thirty years. Aha. <laughs> Again, I'm going to kick you out of Ugh. your own home. Uh, no, and then in um, something they did well in Jessica Jones season two was have her kind of being haunted by what she did to Kilgrave, and then there was a great episode where she just kept hallucinating Kilgrave. So the idea of Obi-Wan being haunted by burnt to a crisp dark side Anakin is very a very appealing story to me. I would love that. Um, more stuff along the lines of like Rogue One where it shows how... Can we take candy out of a bag and you cracking Um... Yeah, something like what I loved about Rogue One and the Cassian Andor show is I think it's going to show the shady stuff of like the rebellion had to do. Uh, flipping Star Wars on its head a bit. I like that. Color me interested. Um, but, but done well, friggin' unlike The Last Bloody Jedi. <laughs> um, but then also, give me an anthology show. Like where you can do an episode about how Palpatine ended up with a grandchild. Or you can do some of this. <laughs> I, don't want that. I don't want to know that at all. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Rated R. Not actually rated <laughs> it's like, it's R. Like not. A, like a, a <laughs> not actually. Don't 
Oh my, I would watch that. Yeah, that'd be amazing. Oh my gosh. Um, no, no, but okay. Not, not physically how you monsters get that image out of your head. Hilarious. <laughs> and we're off oh, the rails. Be too funny. They just um, pick like a different genre for each movie they do. One's a rom com, horror, but like, comedy. You could do yeah. you could fill in some of the story gaps, like that kind of thing, and then focus on a different period. I'd I'd be all in for an anthology show, so I think Star Wars is in an interesting spot now where it's like, hey, it doesn't just have to be Skywalker stuff going forward. Instead of space fantasy, as like the truck, the, the hardcore truckies try to argue. Okay, we need to wrap this up soon. We're gonna run out of time on New Year's Eve. No, we're not. All right. Uh, I, I don't know how we're gonna do this with four people. Do you even have an opinion on which of the best movies? Oh my gosh, I forgot we were doing that. <laughs> I want to give. Well, what's number one for you? Still, uh, like we're going best. Empire. Empire still. For me. The absolute best? What is it? You're asking me? Yeah. I just said. Empire. No, nope, like what's mine? What's yours? I don't know. I feel like you're going to say Jedi. I guess I have to. Return of the Jedi is my favorite too. Yeah, I know. I, I think I think part of and so this, this I think speaks to how hard it is to rank these movies because I can't separate nostalgia from fact when it comes to especially the original trilogy which fair I, the first movie I saw in the trilogy was Return of the Jedi and I was like this is the coolest thing I've ever seen in my life when I was like six years old right unblinking yeah. and, and I, and I, which I as soon as you digitally make them blink sticks out like a sore thumb I did not need to know they didn't blink before the Ewoks no, in future know. edits they added them blinking I'm like I never noticed they didn't blink before sorry please I, go I, on I, I don't mind the Ewoks I yeah. think it's got like the coolest space battle the coolest lightsaber fight and the coolest um, ground fight at the same time like I just love that movie so that's number one for me um, and I know it's usually people's least favorite in the original trilogy which but... I really don't get um, to, like A New Hope is great but to me it, it I'd, I'd put a number my number three of the original trilogy it's so whiny yeah, I was... can't get over that the Station the power well that that's the thing whenever people talk about <laughs> right right yeah I actually whenever people talk about bad acting in the original trilogy when you when they reference the scenes 99% of the time it's something from A New Hope and that's yeah because yeah, for good reason George Lucas is not the best director he really isn't like creating a like world building creating an engaging story like everything awesome I mean, directing not so much he got the continuity right when like Anakin was super whiny yeah like super whiny so it's like okay they look great I get it so you would go Empire I'd probably Jedi New Hope um yeah and or you... or actually it, it's. I might do Rogue One. No, oh, before, before one of the original trilogies. It's a New Hope and Rogue One are borderline interchangeable for me. Wow. Just because I loved Rogue One. Oh, me and, too. And I went in not expecting to because I'm like, how are you going to make me care about these characters that I know are going to die? And they did. Now, if you take away that friggin' Vader hallway sequence, yeah. that might be a big part of it because that was amazing. So, but so for me, like, like I said, I, I can't. I can't even look at the original trilogy at the same level as any of the other ones. And Rogue One mm. is the only one that I think might be in the mix with that. But for me, it's like Return of the Jedi, A New Hope, and then I actually like Empire Strikes Back the least of the original three. 
Um, yeah, because it just doesn't end, right? Like, it has a quick end and it doesn't return to the Jedi. But anyway, we'll, and then there's like a solid line. We'll agree to disagree. <laughs> know, right. And I know that everyone likes Empire Strikes no. Back the no, best, I'm most, with you. mostly, but that, that's my, my opinion. And then there's like a solid line that just is impenetrable, right? I just can't imagine a Star Wars movie feeling be, being more enjoyable to me than those three. Um, and, and then I put Rogue One after that line. And then there's Fair. a big gap. Fair. I. But, I'd say for me, I think that line is, again, it's almost like day to day. I'm curious as to what my answer was when me and Mike did this, because I can't remember. Uh, but Rogue One and A New Hope are pretty interchangeable for me. I love them both very much. Um, and then you've got that line, yeah. where as much as I have said now, there is stuff I can take and enjoy from the from the prequels um, and the sequels. It is that There is that gulf. So... Rise of Skywalker is below the line for you. Yeah, it's it's not it it's not on par with the original trilogy. Okay. No. Yeah, I I, I just said there's a big gap, but I guess I would probably put Rise of Skywalker in the middle of that big gap. I wasn't really thinking about that. Yeah. Um. It's it's my next one. Yeah. Um. Okay, so Rise of Skywalker after those those four, you have Rise of Skywalker next. Yeah. And this is where we're going to start really different. <laughs> oh, definitely, <laughs> yeah. definitely. Because I would put I would put the Last Jedi next. Yeah. No. 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 And then I would put. Are you also including Clone Wars? Because that is no, the. No, we, we won't. Well, sure. The, no, the movie. The, the Clone Wars movie. Yeah. Yeah. Let's no, that's bottom of the barrel. That is the worst no, Star Wars not. movie. No, it's oh, not. it really no, is. The holiday special is worse than the That Clone Wars is a TV movie. special. That's not a movie. It's an hour and a half long. It's a movie. No. And, and, and also the Ewok movies. There's two Ewok movies that are live action. I deliberately have seen, haven't seen sure those. Down below the, Clone Wars <laughs> the Clone Wars movie is. Te- Anyways. It's just, it's so much missed potential. Yeah. It has com- so much missed potential. Yeah. And it's a baby Jabba. Why have a baby Jabba when you could give us baby Yoda? It's called Stinky. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and so, you give us that intro to Ahsoka? Ahsoka yeah, becomes remember. an amazing character? I don't She's this remember. really whiny brat. Okay, well, they're going for something. So I, I would put Last Jedi, Solo, Force Awakens. Huge gap. Episode three, episode one, episode two. All right, yeah, no, um, I'm gonna have to do this from the bottom up. Um, oh, and then huge gap. Clone Wars, holiday special, and Ewok movies. So I'm going, <laughs> I'm going to ignore the Ewok ones because I haven't seen them. But I, by all, by everything I've heard, they're terrible. Um, the holiday special is atrocious. Um, I don't really include it, but if I am, it's the bottom. Uh, then I go Clone Wars, and then into the movies proper, <laughs> as much as they are. Uh, Attack of the Clones, to me, is the probably the worst. Um, I agree. As much as it did, sa- as, as it I is, hate a lo- it's a lot. <laughs> Memes Nailed have been it. so <laughs> kind to those movies, though, because not a day goes by where you can't find some way to reference... Oh man, it's so, so bad. But oh, so good. I, the memes have made me appreciate it. Um, but yeah, Attack of the Clones is very inconsequential because it sets stuff up that in the first ten minutes of Revenge of the yeah. Sith is cast aside. Um, and just, just like we just talked about, C three PO being really funny in the Rise that's, of Skywalker. He let's, was let, horrible in the. Let's of the Clones. let's like, be real though. Right beside myself. The <laughs> only. Die, Rebel scum. Oh dear, was that me? Let, just, let, uh, I I think to be fair. 
Rise of Skywalker is the only time C-3PO has ever actually been funny. Yeah, but he's not, like, he's trying not... to be funny and awful in most of the other movies like he was. He, from the prequels, he was. Yeah. They, I don't know what they were thinking. Like, he wasn't trying to be funny in, in, um... Revenge of the Sith. Or, or the, the first one, was he? Maybe a little bit. I don't know. Like that, but about being naked. Like that but at that well, and at that part, the, at that point, there was Jar Jar for all the bad comedy. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, again, poor Ahmed Best. Um, <clears throat> all right. So then, from Attack of the Clones, then for me, it's the Last Jedi. Uh, then the Phantom Menace. Then Revenge of the Sith. Although I, I've. Again, I can find a better cut of it, so I enjoy it more, and I, I can watch it and find a lot to enjoy, even the theatrical cut, where there's a lot of disappointment, but there's also a fantastic film score, some great, absolutely great lightsaber action. There's some stuff in there that I, I love. And I'll make fun of the movie, but while you're doing a bunch of flip flipsy-doos and all that, like that lightsaber fight carried yeah. the emotion and weight throughout the whole thing. The Mustafar one? Yeah. Even as they're like Tarzan swinging, I'm like, no, I'm still just, in. There's emotional weight to this. I just felt like the dialogue was pretty bad in that part. But anyway. Fair. I but then I'll also be like, I can point to so much bad dialogue it, 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 in these movies. It's all bad dialogue. The best of the original. The, be- the, prequels the best dialogue in any Star Wars movies came from... Empire and Jedi, the ones that George Lucas had more drafts on. Um, also, yeah, Revenge of the Sith also had the, you're breaking my heart, Anakin. Oh, I know. No, I and, don't have a, I, am I the only one that does not have a problem with that line? She died of a broken heart? Oh, I have a problem with that. Yeah. I don't have a problem with that line. I don't think I would have had a problem with the line if it wasn't the performance behind the line. But that can go with so much of the stuff. Now, except yeah. for that, it's only because I'm so in love that... You could put Idris Elba in that, and I'd be like, I am not buying this. This is garbage. You would um, buy it if it was Idris Elba. <laughs> it's Idris Elba. It's difficult not to buy what they're Especially selling. Beating the, the, the clones with the <laughs> Okay. He was on the other side. And um, no, so yeah, Revenge of the Sith. Um, then, pro- then The Force Awakens. Cause, uh, oh. Yeah, I know. You it's like, you like Force Awakens really? better than Revenge of the Sith. I, I agree. Uh, I don't feel like you do. Maybe. May, so the things I like about The Force Awakens uh, have to do with, like, we're on sets again. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, Revenge of the Sith, there's one in particular where you're like, oh my gosh, this is a set. Yeah. It's not just props and a green screen. It's the a part where they're actually over lava. That was so incredible. <laughs> <laughs> when they're on the Tantive Four, I was like, hold up. It's a set. Um <laughs> Or also when they pick up Yoda um, and Obi-Wan's talking to him walking down the hall. That's when you're like, it's a set. No green screen here. Um, As much as The Force Awakens bothers me, um, I do enjoy like how much outdoors they are, how much practical effects they used and added the special effects to. There's stuff like that where I'm like, this is where it's better. But like technicalities aside, the actual story. Okay, no, then Revenge of the Sith I enjoy more. Story-wise, I like I liked uh, technicalities back again. Like, I yeah, like that yeah. instead of being flipping ninjas, they had like broadsword fights with the lightsaber. I thought that was just kind of a cool way to do it. It it was, but the thing I found that I missed from the prequels in this one was the fights didn't have the like that first fight didn't have any emotion to it. Where from Empire on, 
there was some emotional undercurrent to a lightsaber fight, even in Phantom Menace, which that lightsaber fight is amazing. It's all about like, holy crap, this, like, we've got to fight this thing that we're surprised by. And the amazing score. I mean, the Yoda, Yoda jumping around, Yoda jumping around and score was incredible. Steve. Um, Oh, and Rise of Skywalker score. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Um, okay, yeah. So probably that, yeah, Force Awakens, then then Revenge of the Sith. Um, then Solo. Where are we? Oh, yeah. No, and now we're, then that's where we're at. All the other. Yeah. Because, yeah. oh, yeah. Skywalker and the original trilogy. Yeah. Oh, and, and Rogue One. Yeah. Like Solo, Solo was harmless, and it had it's better than it has any right to be, considering all the trouble that it had. The fact that a salvageable movie came out of it and is still enjoyable, yeah, I'm in. I think harmless is a good way. Like it, it doesn't really add. No, and it doesn't need to. Yeah, but it's just fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's still a lot of questions that nobody wanted to know the answers to. Yep, no. It, and it also did try to make the dice a thing. Like, stop. Nobody cares about the dice in the Millennium Falcon that nobody noticed until you started pointing out was there because you're trying to make it a thing. Yeah. Whereas in the original trilogy, it's like, oh, who's that awesome background guy? We want to know more about him. No, no, the dice. And then you kill him terribly. No, no, now we want the dice? Stop. Stop trying to make the dice a thing. Boba Fett. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah. yeah. Stop trying to make the bloody dice a thing. Yeah, I remember watching that in the, in the Last Jedi and be like, "What? What is that?" Like, yeah, anyway. yeah. That's along with other things they need to stop trying to make a thing, like Jai Courtney. Stop trying to make Jai Courtney a thing. They did a while ago. I know, but they finally figured out with Suicide Squad. He was awesome in that. Only one of the few only good things in that. Well, this has been a talk. Yep. Well, this has been, uh, for me, a blast. Uh, I've been trying to get you on for a while, so I've loved that you were part of this, Becky. You'll you'll cut out all my parts. No, I really won't. (laughs) I've got nothing to edit. Oh, there's stuff to edit. No, there's not. She don't want to be part of this podcast, but she had to study the Death Star plans. (laughs) (laughs) And Becky, it's been been great having you on. Thanks. And we should all do this again. Yeah, no, it's 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 conversations with microphones, um, and yeah, we should all definitely do this again soon. Woo! Woo. All right, well, dear listener, thank you for listening. We hope you have a wonderful and safe New Year's, and God bless, my friends. Take care. Keep you. <laughs> Peace.